Welcome to One Hit Wonderful. We're back, y'all. The podcast where we discuss all those amazing reality shows that unfortunately, or in some cases, fortunately, only had one season. I'm your host, Frank the III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And today we are going to be diving back into Mexican dynasties. Today's episode nine, The Runway. I thought it was called The Runaway. Oh, I, I can't read my own handwriting. It is called The Runaway. <laughs> <laughs> You are correct. The runaway. Uh, and, you know, five months later, this is going to be an interesting ride. Uh, it is going to be. <laughs> because I don't remember people's names or why certain things matter. And I didn't do a margarita <laughs> minute because I forgot. So, Well, we don't need a margarita minute, but we could do a little, like, light housekeeping. Um, sure. I don't remember. Had I discovered the amazing joys of Larito Soda before we stopped recording? I don't think so, because I think you've texted me since. Okay, so to those of you out there listening, I finally got my hot little lips on <laughs> some Juarito's Tamarind Soda. I am now completely obsessed with it. So I order Mexican delivery more than I should, purely just to get the soda. And I finally online, as of three days ago, purchased a case of 25-ounce bottles from Dollar Tree that will be arriving on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting Mexican food from that they have it? I want one. Um, Seoul. Okay. Seoul Mexican has it. Um, Tacarian uh, has okay. it. Okay. Um, and I think District Taco. I'm it. it. I'm in. Good they for have, you. Um, Tacarian sometimes doesn't have tamarind. Unfortunately, they they usually have tamarind, pineapple, and mango. I will also get a pineapple if I'm in the mood, but tamarind's <laughs> my fave. But it's really fucking expensive on Amazon. I believe like that. Like, if you, a, a six-pack on Amazon is, like, $20. So I searched and searched, and I got this 12-pack of 25-ounce bottles on for Dollar Tree for $12. I had to pay $5 shipping, but whatever. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'll save well, you one. Well played. Well played. And you are mobile now, which is, that's, like, a game-changer. That's a big highlight to the past few I, months. I am. I got a car. So if you see a crazed person zipping around in a gay, in a gay, well, gay, yes, gray, <laughs> Kia Forte, <laughs> that would be me. Um, well, and I feel like a couple of years ago, you didn't even have your driver's license. So I you've didn't. got, you've I, gone I into didn't. fifth gear. This uh, December will be, I'll have had my license again for three years this December. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then while we were gone also, I, um, we got our cameo from Oscar. For those of you who haven't seen, check out our social media, which was a maze. Uncle Oscar. (laughs) According to (laughs) me. Uncle Oscar. (laughs) Very exciting. I don't have any exciting news. I would love to say that in the last five months, something like cool or interesting has happened, (laughs) but I don't think so. Well, but you, you're a vegan now. That's cool and interesting. For right now, I am, yeah, cooking a lot of vegetables. I was cooking a lot before. For those um, of you who don't know, and I'm sure a lot of you don't, Meredith is an amazing cook, and she's an amazing baker. Oh, thanks, dear. I am getting really good with my dairy-free baked goods, Frank, so look cool. out. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, we and if, I don't know if this is a nationwide chain, so this may mean nothing to those of you who are listening in other states, um, but Jenny's Ice Creams has the most amazing dairy-free ice cream I've ever had in my life. And the first time I ordered it, I called the restaurant to complain because I thought they sent me the regular kind. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. how good it is. Yeah. I was like, this isn't, you sent me the regular one. Trader, it's amazing. Trader Joe's has some really good dairy-free ones now. And actually, 
there is an ice cream place around the corner from me, right on Georgia Avenue. They make their own vegan ice cream. It's cashew milk, but I had the cashew milk, like cinnamon flavor. It was so good. Is it creamy? Because that's yeah. why I like Jenny's. It's like the consistency of like a gelato almost. It's so delicious. I have to try that one. I see it on Uber Eats a lot. Maybe I'll just Uber it right to my face. Well, and I will tell you this about the Uber Eats. I thought, because the pints are $12 on Uber Eats, and I'm like, oh my God, that's insane. I'll buy it in person. It's cheaper. They're $12 in the store too. So just yeah. go ahead and order it from Uber Eats. Yeah. Although maybe that can, maybe I'll have to force myself to walk down there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just discovered, I thought the only one was by on 14th Street. There's one five blocks from my house, which is fucking dangerous, but. Yeah, have also on the like dairy-free front, have you ever been to Plant Burger? I'm obsessed with that. It's Eat there all the so, time. it's so good. There's it's, one in my Whole Foods. Yes, it's so good. Everybody yeah. just, in the, in the DC area, Plant Burger, it's, it, even my husband devours it. He can't believe it's vegan. It's so good. Obsessed, yeah, their, their fries are good. Their, yep. their oat milk soft serve is amazing. Like, I haven't had I haven't had that yet, but I will. Um, it's it's just damn good. Also, if anyone from Jenny's or Plant Burger is listening and would like to sponsor us <laughs> or Waritos, by the way, <laughs> Basudo family, if you're listening to this and want to sponsor the podcast, we would love to be sponsored by Waritos. <laughs> I think if we're sponsored, we have to commit to doing this more frequently than once every five months, but we could. Probably, but we were doing really good before I went back to work. I know we were, we were doing great. And, and now for, for a sponsor, I would too. And I would too. <laughs> and now that it's fall and like routines are a little more normal, I can commit to every other week. I, on my weekends off, we can do it again. So we, I can commit to every other week again. Okay. So I think two weeks from now, I will be staying with my in-laws while my bathroom is being renovated, but we can figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, 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 we're going to, we're, we're back on to a semi-regular-ish schedule. There's the pandemic. So we're not going to commit to more than that, but we will be in your ears more often than we have been for the last five months. Yeah. So let's dive back into Mexican dynasties or what, what we remember. Maybe we should recap kind of where we were at. I wish I had watched the episode before also so that I could fill myself in, but I didn't have time. Well, I remember only because this was my, like I watched it when it was first on and then watched it again. So I, I remember a little bit. So... Um, I don't remember whose party they were at. Was it the K Madrazo party? It was the K Madrazo party, yes. Okay. And Doris approached Mari about Adan. The timing was very bad. And Mari said, we shouldn't do this here. Doris pushed her a little too hard. And she did say accurate things about Adan and his career, but the timing was very bad. The interesting thing about it, though, is their timeline is very similar to our real life timeline because she said she did it because it's Yom Kippur and that's where you like settle all your differences every year. And Yom Kippur was just two weeks ago here. I mean like, so yeah. timeline wise, we're about in the same time period where they are, <laughs> like in the early fall. I'm sure that'll help us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and also a quick side note, Oscar, um, I, Meredith knows this, but you guys don't know this. Oscar did finally get back to me and Kay Madrazo is not filmed before a live studio audience. Meredith oh yeah, hundred percent correct. Um, they just film it in front of cameras. Yeah, and they use like a laugh track and like an audience track. Yeah, and I have to say, I'm super excited. Like we've gotten a little bit of like likes and retweets and responses from Jenny and Oscar and, and Doris. Doris. So yeah. that's been really awesome. By the way, if you guys don't follow us, I mean Doris on Twitter, she is a fucking social justice warrior, team anti-Trump, like. 
I love her. Like, get on fucking Doris's party. Like, I liked her on the show, but, like, her Twitter makes me love her. That's awesome. Yeah, she's she's pretty badass. All right. So, my... <laughs> My comprehension for this, is, as we go scene by scene, is going to be rough because I took these notes five months ago. All right, well, um, I took mine this morning, like an hour ago. So we can, I'll fill in the gaps. All right. So we see Doris at the tea shop that I think we've seen before. She's just mm-hmm. buying some tea as we open. And then we see Alan and Jenny at their apartment. Um, and they're talking about Adon and Mari Paz, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Adon's not there yet. No, he's not okay. there yet. So then we see Nando and Mari having coffee in their penthouse. Um, and Chio literally has to set it on <laughs> trays right in front of them. Like they can't be bothered to even be, you know, reach the side table. She has to pop up trays for them. Well, they also couldn't be bothered to get the trays themselves, even though they were four feet from them. Yes. I was having a hard time paying attention to this scene because all I could look at was the terrifying Chihuahua's giant dog balls. Apparently oh, they don't believe in spaying and neutering and, and their, and the, prob- their family, the end they, family. Yeah, no, that's, that's no good. I'm glad I yeah. didn't. <laughs> it was, it was traumatizing. <laughs> um, so then she, Mari's very upset because she had to leave the party because of Doris and she did leave that party in a hurry. Yeah, it was, and well, not only did she leave, <clears> but she made a Don and Fernando leave too. Like she was, everyone was going if she was going. Right. And then Doris is also recapping her fight with Mari to Oscar. Was Oscar at the tea shop? Yes. Okay. Yes. It was, it was Doris and Oscar. Okay. And I guess there's some debate between Mari and Doris about what exactly was said. Doris seems to be kind of of the camp that she was saying in order to succeed, Adon needs to get out from under his parents' wing, mother to mother. She's doing him a disservice Whereas Mari is playing it as Dora said, you have no talent. <laughs> yes, there definitely is um, a giant lack of communication here, like kind of like a twisted game of telephone. And, uh, and in this whole, I mean, I know what happened last episode, but I'm kind of team no one only because Mari is in the right that Dora shouldn't have approached her at the party. Yes. But Mari is in the wrong in that she completely misconstrued yes. what Doris said. I mean, all Doris said was, you need some voice lessons. And if you're not going to get voice lessons, then you need to pivot and do acting or do something else. Like, I think that you should be a celebrity in some fashion. But if you're not willing to put in the work to improve your singing, then let's pivot. Like, that's it. That's all it was. Yeah. But Mari is pushing forth the narrative that she said, like, he's untalented, he's a hack, he can't cut it, he's not yeah. going to go anywhere. I mean... It, it, it's not good <laughs> but what that's what we expect from Mari so well and also I appreciate I get where Doris where the idea came from to kind of go mother to mother you like if you love it let it go but at the same time she she needed to put it on a Don and not on Mari a Don if he wants to succeed needs to be bold enough to step away she doesn't need to talk to Mari about that no and well, she, needs, but- she needs to give a Don a timeline I will give her a little bit of a break, though, about she kind of does need to te- talk to Mari about it because... The manager stuff. Yeah, because yeah. Mari's his manager and she's his PR person, so... It was more the mom-to-mom angle that didn't, didn't work. And, and that's where she fucked up. But, but I get where she was coming from because she wasn't getting through it. I think she just wanted to say, like, all business aside, mom-to-mom, 
Yeah. Like, this is the real tea. I know. Yeah. And it was because he performed at that Young Artist event, right? Yeah. Okay. And he was really off pitch. And... Yeah. Okay. So then we get the big scene at, well, one of the big scenes at the penthouse where Adan talks to his parents about the fight with Doris. And gets oddly aggro about it out of nowhere. He does get aggro and it made me wonder what they cut out. So Mari, this is where Mari kind of weaves her web and she says, well, Doris said you have no talent. What do you think about that? And Adan surprisingly is like, I don't believe that. And I'm surprised that he didn't just listen to his parents because he listens to them about everything. But here's the thing is that Doris did the right thing and covered her bases and already had this conversation with Adon before she talked to Mari. So he already knows that she told him directly, like, I think you need singing lessons and need to work on your instrument. So, I mean, not that I'm giving Adon any credit about being like emotionally older than he is, but I think this one time he finally thought about things rationally and didn't just jump to conclusions. Yes, and he said that he he wants to hear that from Doris personally. And so then he says, they're, basically his parents want him to walk away from the relationship with Doris and he doesn't want to and he's he's kind of making the argument that it is his talent and therefore his career and the decisions are his. Um, which is not wrong, except that his parents are underwriting all of this. So they say, you need to make a decision. And he says, nobody puts me in a corner. I died. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yes. I died. Um, so then he says that he doesn't want to have to navigate this and he wants to keep it, you know, business, you know, professional and he says quote time for all of you to start showing me what you got i had the exact same sentence in my notes and quotes and this is where i was team mari because she looked like she for the first time in her life wanted to wring his neck and was like oh as we're sitting in the penthouse that i've worked to earn by managing my talented husband you're gonna tell me i have to show you what i've earned no 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 (laughs) i'm i was team fernando when fernando was like i'm out yeah. It's like, fine, I'm out, I'm out, peace out. Yeah, yep. And then uh, Nando makes him leave. He's like, you gotta get out then. Yep. Loved it. <laughs> and I, I think that what, the, like a good way to look at Mari at, the, the way to look at Mari is to, under the lens of Kris Jenner. She's basically like the Kris Jenner of their family. Like she's yes. the behind the scenes manager puppet. Sure. And I think if you look at it like that, if she truly is responsible for Fernando's career, like she knows what she's doing. Yes. I think he was, he was semi-famous when they met, I think. We learned that. But she definitely kept him famous. Oh, no, he was. But I think that she helped keep him in the public eye. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then we get a, a quick scene of Doris and Raquel working out on some machines that haven't been used in a decade because they squeak through the whole scene. <laughs> And they are talking about the release of Raquel's skin products, Perpetua. Which I looked up on Amazon. Yeah, Um, they exist. They exist. Uh, The only thing is that, like, I couldn't find a Perpetua website. Like, when I Googled it, just the Amazon link to buy the product came up. 
And the only option was to buy a four product like kit for 150 bucks. Like there was nothing, you couldn't buy just a single cream. Yeah, they have an Instagram too. I think I found that when I did um, Raquel's Margarita Minute. Um, So you can buy them. I'm not, they might be more just based in Mexico or like a Mexican, you know, department store or something. So they talk about how the skincare products have been 10 years in the making and, you know, her secrets have always been a secret. And then Doris says, you're like Colonel Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but what I want to know, I have a lot to say about this. First okay. of all, Cream's Schmeems, she looks great because she is an amazing plastic surgeon. I mean, yes. let's just throw that out there. I mean, she yes. looks fucking amazing, but there's definitely been some surgical enhancement going on. And she eats and, nothing but mango. And nothing but mango. And the other thing I wanted to say was, are we supposed to believe that until this, that Raquel was just concocting her own creams in her kitchen and refused <laughs> to share the recipe with anyone? Like, no, she was probably using La Mer or whatever and then decided to start a skincare line. Like, there's no way she's been formulating her own skin creams and serums in her kitchen this whole time. No, or maybe she has a really unique routine or like she makes a mask out of some stuff, but like, no, no. But I just thought it was funny when Doris was like, oh, now you're going to tell the whole world and you'd never tell me your secret. I'm like, just walk into any fucking Bloomingdale's. I'm like, I'm sure you could just buy some La Mer or whatever. And like, that's her secret. Yeah. For sure. And she's, she's most definitely had a facelift. Yeah. I mean, an amazing one. She looks good. Yeah. She looks great. I'm not, I know. I mean, I probably will have a facelift myself one day, but I mean, <laughs> to, to act like it's all magical creams, like I don't, give me a break. Yeah. So then we go back to Alan and Jenny's and Adon comes over because he has nowhere else to go, of course. Um, and he sort of gives them a rundown on his fight with their parents and He's, he suddenly got cojones, as they say. Like, he's all, he's all fired up, but he's done with mom and dad. He's sick of this shit, you know? It's kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so they start saying that, you know, this is going to be a good thing for him. He needs to stand up, and he, it needs to be about business. And they are actually being very sweet to him. Um, and they say that they thought at the Young Artists event that Nando stole the spotlight from him when he got painted and acted like a weirdo. Um, and they said, like, you need to get out from under his shadow. You really do. So then um, Alan says, like, yeah, you don't, you can't work with mom. Like, she can't leave the mom part out of the equation. Like, she can't just keep it business. That's just not who mom is. And... So then Mari calls Adon while he's sitting there and he puts her on speakerphone and she's at an exhibition that he was supposed to accompany her. And she's very upset that he didn't show up to do that. (laughs) And he tells her that he's quote, not liking certain things. (laughs) I love that he's telling his mom to like get in line. (laughs) Um, and so you can hear how upset she is. And then she says, well, I guess getting laid is more important. And Um, then he hangs up on her. Well, it super sucks when your, um, son slash boyfriend dumps you. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's hard. It's hard in a mom when her boyfriend's son dumps her. Like it's, it's not an easy thing. (laughs) For a younger woman, no less. <laughs> yes, for a younger woman. Now, my th- the, my things about this scene is, one, I wanted to know where Mary Paz was. Asleep, presumably? She wakes I up guess. later. And where are the kids? 
Like it was I don't weird. Know. I mean, it was a small apartment. And then I loved when Jenny said, was talking about Mari and her relationship with Adon. And she says, she loves you, but it's like with, with, when you love a little bird and you squeeze it too hard until you kill it. <laughs> Which I yeah. thought was a very good explanation of their relationship. Like, that way is, to go, Jenny. That is their relationship for sure. Um, and then we get a quick scene of Paulina and Oscar and their brood. And Oscar is making one of his maids put a face mask on him while he lies on the kitchen counter. On the kitchen island. Like, it yeah. was insane. Like, who, what? Also, with that huge two-level luxurious bathroom, there was nowhere to lie down in there? Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then uh, Paulina rolls up with her boyfriend on his motorcycle, and he takes Gabby, our queen, for a ride. For a ride. But I was worried for her because she wasn't holding him around his waist. She was holding, like, behind her back on the... Like no, the, she's, come on, Gabby knows her way around. She's good. Uh, well, I know, obviously she made it okay, but I'm like, Gabby, I don't want you falling off that bike. I mean, this is the grandmother who was teaching her grandchildren how to drive and stand out of the sunroof. So she's Fair kind enough. of, yeah, she's a gangster. So then we are back at uh, Jenny and Alon's. And it is 1.30 in the afternoon. And Adon just wakes up. And, and the way he, they edited it, they made it seem like his alarm had been going off for, like, hours. But I'm sure it actually hadn't. Right. And I don't think you can sleep till 1.30 in a small apartment where two kids are, but that's just me. I don't know. Maybe... Oh, when I was 27, I 100% could. Oof. I'm... Easily. This is the burden of being a light sleeper. Um, I bet he had earplugs in, too. He had a mask on. I bet he had earplugs true. in, too. God, and we know that family doesn't fuck with their sleep cycle. Yeah, no. Um... So he has this chat with uh, Alan and they're going to go to the skincare party uh, and he wants to go with Mari Paz. And so he needs to call Jesus back at the penthouse to bring him clothes because he- This pushed me right over the edge. Yes. Right over the edge. How do you run away from home at 27 and then call home to get the butler- to bring you your clothes. I mean, give me a fucking break. Like, how is that independent at all? Or and good go, on Fernando. Or go buy some clothes. Yeah. Spoiled or your brother. Well, I guess his brother's too tall. Yeah. But, um, but good on, for- I was really proud of Fernando when he was like, no, fuck that noise. Like, neither of you are going over there to, to Jesus and Chio. If he wants his suit, he can come get it himself. Yeah. I'm like, good and, for Fernando. And then Don said, it's hard to be independent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it sure is. I, I was a little distracted though by this entire scene because did you notice when they were in the kitchen at the penthouse when Jesus was talking that there was a three foot tall champagne flute on their kitchen island? I think so. Yeah, I did. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. Is it supposed to be a vase? Is it a decoration? Like, what is it? It was wacky. Their apartment is wacky. Yeah. Um, so Fernando shuts that right down and they say, screw it. You're not going over there to get clothes. You're, you're going, you're wearing the same thing again, which is fine. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering the timing of all of this too. So he just walked out the door after their conversation and just didn't bring any stuff or like, it just, I don't know. The timing of it seems a little odd. Oh, I think, that, yeah, I think he walked out the door. I think he was PO'd. I think he got dressed and just, like, took off. And I don't think he has any foresight. So I don't think he was thinking, like, I should pack a bag 
because I'm going, I mean, he's like a kid. So I think he was just like, I'm out of here. Like, threw on some clothes and bounced. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. The other thing he could technically do is wait until his parents leave for the skincare party and go in and get some clothes. It turns well, out they don't He would have been thwarted because they didn't go to the skincare party. Right. So we get a brief scene of Doris with Patty. And Patty's her cousin. Is that right? Patty is her cousin. And um, I just because we're talking about decor, Hands down, my favorite apartment of anyone's is Patty's. That I love she the has the love the love sculpture yes. thing that says Puta, right? Yes, and, I saw and, it. The, and the moving, um, the the sculpture with the moving, like I whoever decorated Patty's apartment, like and it's gorgeous. Like I want to live in her condo. I bet you could ask her. I probably could. Doris likes to respond to us. That's true. I'd be like, who decorated Patty? I mean, and I'm sure I'd find out that Puta sculpture was fifteen thousand dollars. But maybe we can get you a small one. A teeny, teeny tiny baby one. Yeah. Maybe a magnet. Maybe a magnet. Um, so we get a brief scene where Doris is talking about her mother's relationship with Sammy and how, you know, it seems a little soon. And um, then Patty admits that she used to date Sammy. Now, were you gagged by that? Because the first time I watched this, originally, I was like, What? I don't remember because I watched, I, I had to fast forward a few scenes to be ready. <laughs> so I focused on the like Adon stuff. So I kind of fast forwarded this one. I don't remember what my response was back in May. Um, but they're still friends, right? And so she kind of- Oh introduced- no, they're still friends. I just think it was a big reveal because I, I, I'm assuming it seems that Patty and Doris are similar ages. So for Doris to have dated Sammy, who is Raquel's age, like A, there's a huge age difference. B, I mean, can you imagine if you and your aunt dated the same person? Like, to me, I was, I was just shocked. I was like, wow, that's pretty shocking. Yeah. I don't think I took, I don't think I took that away from it. Because I, I feel like she's an older cousin. She's older than Doris, but not as old as Raquel. I, I don't think she's that much older than, I mean, if she's a lot not, older than not, Doris, she looks not amazing. That mu- yeah, not that much, but I don't know. So I, I, I would be willing to bet that she and Sammy have at least a 15-year age difference. Right, that's true. And it's not like he's some hotsy totsy. No, he is really sweet, though. He is very sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that. But I. But once again, it goes to show you that guy, good bad guys go everywhere, and good guys go nowhere. Because Sammy is really sweet, but he couldn't make it work with Doris, and he couldn't make it work with Raquel. So Patty, Patty, not Doris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Patty. Yeah, Patty. <laughs> um. Right. So then we are back at Jenny and Alan's. We're getting a lot of their apartment in this episode. And Adon says they're more frugal. They have a small fridge. <laughs> like, for all the cooking that you don't do for yourself, Adon, shut up. And then it, they make it seem like Mari Paz wakes up at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like she emerges from a bedroom wearing pajamas and playing with their kids. But I wonder, too, if she was waking up from a siesta. Maybe. Maybe it wasn't from the night. Maybe it was a siesta. Maybe the K Madrazo party really was the night before and they're all hung over as shit or something. I don't know. It's possible. I also don't think, and I know there's a language barrier, but that Adon understands the difference between frugal and poor. Yeah. Because I think what he was trying to say was that they were poor compared to the way he's used to living. Most people are compared to the way he's used oh, to living. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. He would kill himself if he had to live in my house. But I, I just thought it was funny when he was like, yeah. they're frugal. They only have one shower. I'm like, I think you mean they're 
not don't have as much money as your parents but okay yeah he also says in his confessional with his brother that he's very attracted to Mari Paz physically, sexually. Sexually. It's so gross. Yeah, I know what physical attraction means. You didn't need to say sexually. <laughs> and then Jenny decides over breakfast, lunch, whatever we want to call it, that she did their like astrological chart as a couple. They need to calm down. Everyone needs to slow their role on Adon and Mari Paz. Well, that's what Mari Paz said, and that's what I loved it. She's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, you know, I, she's like, I barely, and Adon interrupts her and says, we've only known each other 24 hours, and then she says, actually, 48. Right. Yeah. Creepy. And then, uh, so we get, it's Doris and Raquel touring this historic place in Mexico City where the party's going to be, and they talk a little bit about, like, the historical significance in their family. Like, her... Doris's grandparents got married there. Is that what she said? Yes. So yeah. the, the venue is called Tacuba Quince. Yep. Um, which is Tacuba 15. And um, it's a very famous old, I, they, it's weird because I'm, it's obviously not a synagogue, but they were saying that like a lot of the Jews who had to flee Poland, or she didn't say Poland, but I know they're Polish, but had to yeah. flee Poland, like that's where they would congregate back in the day in Mexico. So I'm assuming yep. in the 40s, um, 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, and um, that's where her grandparents were married. And it's yeah. gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then Paulina and Oscar are talking about Raquel's skincare line. And Oscar says Ugh. he thinks the secret ingredient is donkey sperm. And then he tells the best story offhanded I think I've ever heard in a Bravo confessional. Dying laughing. It's, Dying it's, laughing. It's up there. For sure. So he talks about how he and his friends used to trade like items that they would steal from their parents or families and give them to this prostitute for hand jobs, right? Uh, like that's, I think hand job. Yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. He he calls it a little shaky, shaky. So I'm guessing yeah, I'm that's sure what it's a hand job. Yeah. Um, and so the prostitute would, you know, do like five or four or five of them and they would rotate who had to bring her like a stolen item. And he talks about how one time he traded one of his mother's statues <laughs> and Paulina is horrified to learn which statue it is. She clearly remembers it. And she says, never tell mom. She's been looking for that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. It's and so it just, good. And it just reiterated to me how I found none of these shows are lackluster. But to me, this was probably one of my least favorite episodes because there were so little Oscar and Paulina. I know. Like, we barely got them. I mean, it was a good episode, but, like, I need more Oscar and Paulina. Me too. And I was thinking, like, I really want to be a member of the Madrazo family, but I'm not chipper enough to be, like, you know, in the immediate family. I would have to be, like, a cousin or, like, a... <laughs> Yeah, I would need to be on the outskirts where I could partake in the fun, but it wouldn't be mandatory. <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to Mari and Nando's penthouse, and oh my god. I am sorry, but Mari laying in bed, fully clothed, in sunglasses at 4 p.m., depressed, is the embodiment of 2020. It is. It is a 2020 mood. I almost took a picture and put, like, current mood. Like, I, it was, like, everything I needed. <laughs> and I love that Chio says she's usually up by one, but this is 4.30. Like, 
<laughs> it's so alarming. Um, so she hasn't heard from Adon and she has been crying. He's never spoken like that to her. She calls Doris wicked. Um, and she is not going to support Raquel and Doris. She's not going. And she misses Adon. They, they were a perfect tripod and now they are a bipod. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. It is a hard knock life when your son boyfriend dumps you. Yes. And then Nando says, I'm not going either. And then he calls Chio in to remove some dead flowers because he felt like he was <laughs> contributing to his mood. Oh my God. It's so good. We should meme that. Maybe I'll do that for Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, but during the course of this, we also get an amazing Adon picture montage of Adon through the years. Oh yeah. With him, like sh- shirtless and singing and wacky outfits. I think a lot of them were stills from his crazy YouTube videos. It was, it was nice. <laughs> oh God. So then we go to the skincare party and Doris looks so pretty in this scene at the party. I love the way they did her hair with just kind of like the beach waves away from her face. She looks really pretty. She looks really pretty, and I think part of the reason that it stood out, I know why it stood out to me, is that in one of her confessionals this time, she looks horrible. They yeah. have her hair parted right down the middle. It is yes. pin poker straight. Her roots are terrible. Like, so I think in juxtaposition with that, it looks even better. Like, I mean, she looks great. Yeah. Um, and Sammy is there, and Adon shows up with Mari Paz, who he calls his special friend. Which- Whatever. You Whatever. wish. You wish. I and was he- too distracted by all the beautiful, beautiful inside smoking. Oh, I know. God. Not only were they smoking, but they were smoking inside. I was like, take me to that party now. So I've been really enjoying watching some like 90s movies that I haven't seen sort of, or like 80s movies that I haven't seen because it's a good thing to do uh, now that we're still at home. And all the indoor smoking at bars and like all that kind of stuff. I'm like, wow, that that makes me feel old. Don't watch any Ryan Murphy anything because I watched Ratchet and Hollywood and all I wanted to do was go get a carton of unfiltered Pall Malls and smoke myself into a Bolivian. Yeah, I know. They just chain smoke the whole time. It's delicious. <laughs> and like, it's 2020. So part of you wants to just like light one up right on your couch. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, if the world comes to an end, that's the first thing we're doing. You're coming right over and we're just going to sit on this couch and smoke. I don't want to tell you that I haven't snuck a few in 2020 because I have, so I'll come clean about that. Well, I have too, so. <laughs> not, but not indoors, so there you go. No, no, not indoors, not indoors, not indoors. No. Um, so anyway, Adon also tells Doris that he wears skin creams and she says, well, you need to try these for me. And Nando and Mari didn't come and Doris is hurt about that. And Adon tells her that he moved out. Um, and she said, you know, Adon, I want you to know that the things I told your mother were also the things that I told you. That, you know, you yeah, need which to... which is true. Yeah, it is true that he needs vocal lessons. And he says he feels amazing and he's moving out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then Mari Paz admits that when she met Adon, they had this kind of instant familiarity. Sure. And... Raquel gives a speech at her party and she says, I love the way she starts her speech because she basically says, well, you all know I get complimented on my skin all the time. And... (laughs) um, But the funny thing is from her, 
when she says these things and she says them often, she somehow makes it, manages to make it come off not conceited. I know. Like, not at all. Like, you, like, like, if anyone else almost in the world said that, I would be a hard eye roll and be like, fuck you, whatever. But with her, it's just like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. And she doesn't even say my skin. She says my face. She says, yeah. you know, I get complimented on my face all I the time. My face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we should say, too, that the theme of the party looked to be, like, black and gold. Everyone was wearing black and gold. And I really liked Paulina's dress. Oh, and Oscar's jacket. I like yeah. that, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like a black cocktail dress with gold sparkles going across it diagonally, but it's just very cute. Yeah, and Oscar I, I, had like a black with gold like filigree on the jacket. Yeah. To me, her dress looked like something that a lot of women would wear on New Year's Eve. But yeah. For Pauli- but for Paulina, it's like a Tuesday night, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and then Sammy also gives a speech about Raquel and how amazing she is. Which, is- which was nice, but a little uncomfortable for yeah, Raquel. A little out of place, but very sweet, which yeah. is, I think sums him up perfectly. Yeah, agreed. I think that's a perfect descriptor. Um, so then uh, Jenny and Alan continue this quest to get Adon laid. And, you know, they keep pushing the two of them together. And uh, Alan says, I want nephews. Calm down. Everyone calm down. Just just chill. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then we go back to the penthouse briefly. And I was going to are... say, because that's where I had my notes went, was back to the penthouse. Yeah. Um, so they are wondering if they should cancel Adon's performance. I guess he was going to kind of open for Nando? Oh, no, they weren't wondering. Fernando says, so, so Fernando is having, and you'll see it on the finale, he has, he's having this big concert at this very at the... famous venue in Mexico. Lunario. Lunario. At the Lunario. And all, all the kids are supposed to perform. Okay. I believe. I'm trying. I, I believe. But yes, but Adam was supposed to perform. And Fernando says, I should cancel his performance to teach him a lesson. And Mari and, says, yes. Yeah. Um, boy, does that come back to bite them in the ass in a little bit. Um, and then I can't remember what she said, but I said Chio for the win. So I can't remember what Chio said. Oh, she said she shouldn't have even come to work that day. Yeah. And then she and hey, she's like, why do we even come to work? So much drama. Like, I cannot with this. Um, and Mari says, we should have had dogs instead of kids. Um, and while she says that, this time the dog's little red rocket was sticking out. Like, I, that dog is grossing me out. Talk about sexual. Like, I... Yeah. <laughs> well, she... Come on, we've seen the way she treats her son. We all know she treats that dog the way, like, Lisa Vanderpump treats dogs. Like... I'm sure... Of all the things that I say to my dog and I talk to her about, I never call my animal sexy the way that like Lisa or Mari would. That's gross. 100%. Um, And then uh, back at the skincare party, Adon and Mari Paz kiss. They do seem to kind of have a chemistry. Like they're draping on each other and flirting and maybe she just- they dated for like a hot minute. Okay. It It looks real though, or she's a better actress. Than I would have. No, guessed. no, no. I think it is real, but I mean, who hasn't wanted to like suck face with some hot person that they've known for two days? Yeah, true. Everyone, like, I mean, it, it's that's before you know anything about anybody. So you could be hot for anyone. That's, that's before true. you get to know them. Yeah, throw in some cute clothes and some free champagne. It doesn't. It's not hard. Um. So that's how the party ends. Is everyone cheering them to kiss? And the next day. 
presumably the next day. Raquel's at her condo and who's, are they talking about her husband's journal? No, Sammy. Sammy's journal. Yeah. She, okay. Sammy was the one that told her to journal. Oh, okay. It's her journal. So, okay. so it's her journal that Sammy, Sammy journals and Sammy said, you should try journaling. And then Doris said, are you journaling about dad? Oh, okay. So gotcha. that's probably where the confusion lies. But yeah. I was getting really frustrated because I wanted Doris to let Raquel talk. Doris kept asking Raquel a question. Raquel's trying to explain it. And Doris kept talking over her. And I'm like, just let her finish. I mean, she finally did. But I'm like, let her talk. Yeah. Um, and it comes out that she likes Sammy, but she fears his attachment to her. And she doesn't like him like that. Or not, that, the- not that much anyway. Well, she likes him as a friend. Basically, she said it's too soon after her husband died and she likes him as a friend. And I will say this, seeing Raquel's current boyfriend, the one who allegedly lives here in D.C. or is from D.C., um, I, she probably wasn't physically attracted to him. I mean, her current yeah. boyfriend is, like, I would bang him. Like, he's got a, he's an older guy, but he's got, like, a hot body. He's good looking. Like, I think Sammy was more, like, grandpa-ish. Yes. Yeah. And then one thing that I found very interesting that I picked up on this time when they were doing the Sammy like montage during all of this and showing pictures from the party, they showed him putting his arm around her. Um, and it was his left arm around her and he was wearing a wedding ring. Interesting. His arm was on his shoulder and he had a wedding ring on. It was on his ring finger. Is he a widower though? Do they have that in common? I don't know. Maybe. I thought they may have mentioned that. I don't know. I don't remember. But that, that, that might be part of why they're so close. Is yeah. that they're kind of dealing with the same thing and maybe he's not ready to take it off yet. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, so then in the final scene of the oh, episode... Oh, well, real quick too. We yeah. should, we should re- also reiterate to people in case they haven't watched the episode that this isn't regular journaling. You have to be drunk to do it. And that's why Raquel likes it. Oh. Because she said that Sammy told her that he like drinks a whole bottle of whiskey when he journals. And at the end of this, she was like, I have to drink to do it. And that's why I like it. Maybe that would help me like with my writer's block. Maybe should, give it a shot. It works for Raquel. I should try that. Um, so now we're at the final scene. And Adon, he apparently met with his, he met with Nando in a park to talk about the situation. And Nando told him to go home and talk to Mari. Now, do we think that we only got like a flashbacky three second scene of this conversation because it went well. Like, I feel like for, um, like Fernando, like was very calm, handled it well. And was just kind of like, okay, do what you got to do. And I wonder if because there wasn't yelling and craziness is why we didn't get to see the actual conversation. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so he says, he tells Mari that he is moving out. And that he is not doing Lunario. Mm-hmm. And it says that Marius pushes buttons. And he also says that she is victimizing herself. And does he also tell her she's manipulative? I think so. I believe so. And he says that, you know, Nando and Mari are always on top of him. And... You're still my mom, but you're not my manager. (laughs) And he needs to break away now. And then I have misery in all caps, and I'm not sure why. 
Oh, I'm sure why, because I have stupid in all caps. Um, right, okay. So my takeaway of this is that both of them are delusional. Yes. Um, and what Mari says is it's time for me to let you fall down. Okay. But she has had it. I mean, the conversation veers because they're having this in-depth conversation and then you can really see Mari flip. And I think this is probably the misery comment that you wrote down. And she almost like evil villain style starts maniacally laughing. And it's just kind of like, she says, that's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, she's just over and over again. That's so stupid. That's so like, you're ruining your career. This is so stupid. And she's laughing about it. And she kind of is just like, well, I'm done. Like you think that you're so great and you can do everything on your own and you don't need me and you're so wrong. And like, I'm washing my hands of this. Yep. Um, <laughs> so he said, well, I'm not doing Lunario. And I already told dad. And she said, that's really stupid. I thought you were more intelligent than that. And she does like the evil laugh is yeah. awesome. It's oh, yeah. so good. She nailed it. And then you can tell that it kind of shakes him a little bit and he starts questioning his decision mentally. <laughs> yeah. Like he won't say it now because he's too proud, but you can see it in his eyes. He's kind of like, wait, should I, should I do Lunario? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's where we end with Mari laughing in Adan's face. And then we get scenes from the next, which is the finale episode. Um, we get some Mari Paz and Adan. We get some Oscar and Tarek. So thank God we're going to get Oscar back. And then my favorite, we get Mari and all her full Santeria witchy glory, putting spells on people and shaking shit up. Um, and it culminates with the Lunario concert. Yes. And that's going to be the finale, right? That's the finale. Yeah, that's it. That's all we okay. wrote. All right. Oh, we'll... which means too, if, I mean, who knows if anyone is even going to hear this, we haven't put anything out in five months. I don't know if you guys are even still listening. If you are, um, and you'd like to weigh in on what we're going to do next, because we have to start figuring that out. Yep. Um, please do. Please hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. Um, so that's it. We will see you guys uh, sometime eventually. It won't be as long as it was last time, and hopefully it'll only be in a couple weeks. So hope you're all hanging in there. Stay safe and stay healthy and wear your mask and vote. And vote. Absolutely. Until next time. Until next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NanasMink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.